Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Woven, Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome to episode 54. Today um, is the second episode in our Won't You Be My Neighbor series where yep. we're talking about intentional community engagement and um, creating the village where you are. Mm-hmm. And so today we've welcomed on Shafre Rolls, and I'm going to give her a second to introduce herself in just a minute. But I asked her to come on because in my neighborhood in Decatur, the market she is a part owner of is Oak Grove Market and it's kind of like our community hub and so when I was thinking about this topic she was the first person I thought of so Shafrae can you introduce us to your family quickly and kind of tell us a little bit about the market? Yeah absolutely I um I have recently purchased my own shares of the Oak Grove Market but have worked there and been a part of the community and the family. Well, I've been a part of the community since I was uh, in second grade. And mm-hmm. I remember going to the market um, when it was under different ownership as a child with That's my awesome. parents. Yeah. And, um, and it was just a meat market then. And I remember always thinking it smelled funny, but <laughs> <laughs> no, butcher's but, still funny. Now that we have the restaurant there, there's some really good smells going yeah. on. Now. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's always been a part of my family. I remember taking my twin boys there, um, as just an easy place to, um, take them where they're, it doesn't matter if they screamed, they could be messy and, you know, everyone was smiling and happy to see them. Everyone knew them and, um. And then my parents got involved, and then I got more involved, and, um... Sorry, guys, Murphy's heavy breathing. (laughs) (laughs) I started talking about a butcher shop, and he got... (laughs) He did show up right at that time. I know, he did. (laughs) Meat. Meat. Um, (laughs) uh, anyway, so I have, I have four other partners. Um, one, Rick, uh, two Ricks. One Rick, older Rick, uh, has been in the restaurant business in Atlanta for a a very long time. He was born into it. Um, And, man, I've learned so much from him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just his experience. and, um, And each one of my partners, I would say, in terms of community engagement, has their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, of of including the community and their own philosophy, really. And so I feel like when you put them all together, uh, we it 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 spreads the branches even yeah. even wider. And um, and it's been really cool to to have to see that and to learn from each other. So um, there's also my stepdad, um, Ken and. He's our fix-it kind of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, he doesn't actually work there every day, but he is there every day having coffee and um, <laughs> sort of the center stone of fellowship yeah, <laughs> in the yeah. market. Um, and then um, there is Ralph, who has um, also recently purchased his own shares. And um, I'm just like, very happy for him because he's been working there since he was a teenager. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So he also grew up 
Does he um, live in the neighborhood? I was going to say. He used to live in Sagamore and recently moved um, like 10 minutes away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's part of the, part of the community for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. He's got three, three young kids and uh, this market raised him. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's now um, an owner. That's awesome. Which is amazing and fulfilling and yeah. I'm just so happy for him. Yeah. Um, cause he has put his blood, sweat and tears into this, uh, awesome. this business, um, and knows everybody. <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, that's something that I love about the market. Like, I love that you're saying you all bring something different to the table. Cause that's something, I mean, yeah. that's the reason Rebecca and I do a podcast together versus yes. on our own, because yes. I think as we get older, we learn how much instead of trying to be good at everything, it's a lot easier to be like, you're good at this. Come work with me and how just life in general is easier that way. Yeah. So I love that y'all embody that there, but you know, you're talking about how you kind of grew up there. Like, I guess I'm, so that kind of place is very special to me and unique. Like the kind of place you have, y'all have built that this community has built that feels really authentic and like really real. And, but I know being a food person and being in like all of this industry for a long time, that that doesn't just like magically happen, that there's a lot that goes into it. So I guess I'm curious, like in this series, we're talking about how to like build community. Like what are some ways y'all have, cause I mean, seriously, this is the place y'all where you walk in and there's like a little old lady and like a really polite, like teenage boy. And they're all sitting together. Like, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like you, like, I think heaven's going to be that. Way. <laughs> Honestly. And like, yeah, so I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm just curious. Like, what do you, what do y'all do? You don't have to give all your secrets. So but. no, um, you know, I, I think it's not natural. Um, but it is. It becomes natural. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I, I like to think, you know, I said this community and this, this, this center of um, the community kind of raised me, is raising my kids. Um, and so I think it has a lot to do with the people who live around us and, um, and just the friendliness and... Yeah. Uh, love that you can feel when um, you're around, you know, the people here. Um, so one thing that we really focus on, and it is, it is a part of our business to have fellowship be um, like a value, of a yours. value of ours, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a big, there's a big red couch. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I think the layout in itself of our market um, lends itself to being, you know, a friendly, open kind of place. Uh, a single person who's not, you know, I don't mean single person. I mean a solo diner. A solo diner yeah, you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, can come into the market and have yeah. a seat on the couch to have lunch and. Um, there's no way that you can get out of there without having a conversation with somebody. I can attest to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So if you want to have a lonely lunch, then don't, don't, don't come. come. <laughs> <laughs> because, I, because it's not just the couch. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, we encourage people to sit together. Yeah. We don't yeah. have a lot of tables. Um, there's only one big table. Yeah. So if, 
in the way you move through the line, you get your food. And sometimes people are standing up looking for a table. Well, that's when we jump in and say, Hey, can, can he share the table with yeah. you guys? And, yeah. and I've never had anybody say no. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I think the layout. Yeah. The way it's like physically set up. Phys- yeah. Yes. Physically set up. It helps. Um, and I think Denise helps. Number one. Can we talk about Denise? Let's talk about Denise. Denise is, is uh, when you said authenticity, yeah. man, I mean, there's, there's, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone who walks into that market knows Denise. Uh, and let's say who she is. She runs like the cash register. I know she probably does a million other things, but that's like what most people would know. Yes. She, she's at the cash register five to six days a week. Um, and she knows almost every person by name. Yeah. Uh, when (laughs) she says she'll come around the counter and give hugs. And when she says, I love you, she means it. Yeah. She's um, it doesn't matter old or young. Yep. Doesn't matter what color you are, how you look, you know, if you're dressed up or dressed down, uh, Denise, Denise sees people yeah. and, uh, she sees them for who they are and she treats everyone kindly and is loving and, and it's 100% genuine. And I learn from her yeah. every day that I'm there. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, kind of naturally introverted. So, um, while I strive to, you know, show friendliness and uh, the way that she does, it's, it's, it doesn't come naturally to me. I see people and I I respect them, but just the outward, uh, outwardness of it (laughs) doesn't come naturally to me. And it is amazing just to see the light in people's eyes. Yeah. She, she, not only does she see you, but she remembers. Yeah. Everybody. And she cares about you. And what more do people want? Right. I mean, and I think especially. to be seen and remembered. Yeah. Well, and especially um, for like our older neighbors and people who like, you know, and especially like when I was um, like before we started doing the podcast and the girls were still home all the time. I mean, I would get so lonely and just mm-hmm. need to like be around like other people. Mm-hmm. And so I would sometimes like take them to lunch and it was just one of those. And I still do. I'm speaking past tense. I still do. But <laughs> it was just, it, it really filled something in me where, I mean, and you know, as a parent, when you go to the places that feel like don't touch anything, mm-hmm. like even mm-hmm. though they have those M&Ms, I level for you child, don't <laughs> touch them because they're going to give you the stink. And it never happens yeah. there. Like they just yes. laugh at them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like I can breathe yeah. in places like that. And so it just keeps me yeah. coming. And I think just, I mean, we have like a loneliness epidemic right now. Yeah. And sometimes it's such a simple solution of seeing another human yeah. and someone asking about your day can make such a change in someone's life. Yeah. That's where I've, that's why I've been kind of thinking about, been thinking about just like need for community. And so I was thinking back like memories. Um, so my parents grew up in a really small town in upstate New York and they had a, they had a little Italian market behind their street, their high school sweethearts. So they lived near each other and everything. And so, and that, that market is still there. So when I go visit, my oh, grandparents wow. aren't alive anymore, but my aunts, aunts and uncles still live in town and it's still there. And, you know, you just go get a slice of pizza. Like that's where everybody comes congregated and um and then I grew up in a really small town in Texas and we had a place like that a place very similar to Oak Grove Market like where you know it was more Texas in that like it was 
hamburgers and lots of fried stuff. But, um, but, yeah. but it was like the place where everybody met, right? And so, and I think a lot of us then in our age group, we fleed kind of that um, that life that we lived yeah. and, and moved into cities and thought that we didn't need community. Yeah. Thought that we could do everything independently, but I think we're born with a need for community and, and the loneliness you were talking about. And so I think we're starting to realize, like, well, I think we're all about the same age. Like, we're starting to realize in our generation, like, we want to go back to that. And how can we do that? We, we've moved to a city. We've yeah. moved to these communities. We're not going to, most of us aren't going to pick up and go move into the country. I mean, some of us do that, but most of us aren't going to do that. So yeah. how can we create that feel of a village in, in these bigger cities that we live in? And I don't think it's just happening in Atlanta. I think yeah, it's, ha- it's, it's happening in, it's happening in New York City. It's happening in Charlotte. It's ha- I mean, all, you know, mm-hmm. San Francisco, all the, all these cities are, are starting to become more like village centric. Yeah. And I think that, that that's a trend that's because we're hungry for community. Well, especially now with like our political climate and there's just, I feel like it's, our whole culture is just so divided in so many ways that places mm-hmm. like this are just needed maybe even more than they were 10 years ago, yeah, 15 years ago, because it's like, we need to be able to like congregate with people who are different than us and still see that we have these same needs. And yeah. We're still humans. We're still humans yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day. And so that's, I mean, that's something that I feel like the market gives to me. So I really appreciate it. And I think it's funny, like kids and animals can always tell character. And like, if you ask my kids where they want to eat, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to eat there again. Like we've been there like five times this week and I'm done. And they're like, we want Oak Grove Market. And I'm like, no, but like, we're just there because they, they love it. And I think they can just sense that they're welcome there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. You certainly like, I always, you know, you judge a place or a community or, a, you know, by the way that they treat the more vulnerable. Yeah. You know, um, and the kids, elderly, people of color, immigrants, yeah, are all welcome and and um and loved, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I I think that's a, a basis for what, what we really try to do. Yep. Um, that's awesome. I feel like another thing y'all do well that I was thinking as we're talking about engaging community is you you kind of like become the hub. Like there's always a high school car wash going on. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like y'all are always willing to be the host. Mm -hmm. And when I think about as my kids get older, you know, it's like you want them to have friends, but you're also like, I want you to be safe. So I'm going to have the really good snacks and the juice. I want you all to come here. And I feel like (laughs) that's what you do is like a business. So the school, well, this, this happened, you know, just sort of naturally the school buses drop off at Oak Grove Market. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's where all of the middle school and I believe high school also buses just let the kids off. And then they and, walk from there. And yeah. well, they don't walk. They come in the market. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually make their way home. Though. <laughs> yeah. They eventually get picked up. Uh, but um, one thing that they, that we do for them, uh, which I think create also creates the community where their parents, you know, have them, they feel safe to have yeah. them there is we, yeah. we have a little box and these kids eat, uh, eat ice cream and French fries after school and, um, on credit. And, uh, we That's have, awesome. we keep track of it and we know them all by name. That's the place that I grew and, up with had that too. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the kids come and put it on their, on their credit and the parents come and, you know, pay it off or do whatever yeah. Um, yeah. every once in a while or, you know, 
or not. Once a month. <laughs> Until we call them. And, and, uh, and, but I think really, it's important to us to continue that because parents appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we love that the kids come in and they have a safe place to hang out and um, to have their own fellowship. Yeah, yeah. They need that so badly. And, and as, as someone whose daughter is approaching the teenage years, um, we were, I was just, we're having this conversation. We were at a, a, a party at a park last night where a bunch of the elementary schools, the fifth graders, and we were there. My daughter's not a fifth grader, but she's getting there. But we were hanging out with a bunch of fifth graders from all the different elementaries because they'll all be going to middle school together next year. And then we were just talking about yeah. building this community into middle school and high school. And we were talking about like where they congregate, like where mm-hmm. are they congregating that we feel safe that they're congregating, but they're also still some separation, like they need the independence. And I, I don't want to be a helicopter mom. Like I want them, we were talking about, are they going to bike to school and all of these things and what that place of congregation looks like in our community. And, um, yeah, it's, you want, you want your kids to be safe, but you also want them to have some freedom. So having that is awesome. It's so funny. I was in there the other day and, um, working and I had a mom of a middle school kid uh, and I think this happens every day. It yes. just happened to happen. Like, hey, did she come in? <laughs> was she with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, checking up on the middle school That's girl. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> What'd she buy? And, you know, <laughs> and she's like, I don't want her to know that I'm watching her. Oh, that's but <laughs> that I'm checking up on her. But uh, I think it, it, she felt good knowing that we were. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I knew what she put on her tab, who she was with, um, yeah. you know, and, and of course Denise did. Um, so that's so great. That's amazing. And there's that, there's that quote that like your kids need seven adults. What is it? Seven adults pouring. What, what am I trying to say? What is this thing we were talking about recently? We offer the book Sticky Faith. Yeah. yeah. But the, but the thing, the, the whole point of it is, is that your kids need seven other adults besides yourself speaking into their lives mm-hmm. and kind of watching out for them and mm-hmm. raising them mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like they, because they, they listen to other people more than they listen to mm-hmm. it at that age. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, we want to be intentional as parents to find those seven other faces, you know, yeah. so like Denise and you are one of those faces or two of those faces. Like that's, I mean, I'm sure that's, that makes them feel like their kids are getting yeah. an extension of who they are. Right. Yeah, definitely. You, you want, you want the extended fingers out there. I know. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, we do. So we've talked about you're an intentional willing hub. You're like, bring it on. <laughs> you have super real people who are just, you can't teach that, you know, you can't, I don't think you, I mean, you can kind of like finesse hospitality, but I don't really think you can teach it. And yeah. so you have people who are like legit. And then you really put a lot into like, before we recorded, you were talking about your, cause you're a mom. How old are Hudson and Silas now? They will be eight next Okay, I have to tell y'all how Shafrae and I met really quick, because when I found out I was pregnant with twins, I got on our Google group and sent this really panicked message. I was like, I just found out I'm having twins. We don't know anyone in this neighborhood. Does anyone have twins? And of course, Shafrae's like, yes, let me take you to lunch. And <laughs> where did we go? We went to a grid market. <laughs> <laughs> but you were such a help. And then literally the day before, I went into labor two weeks early and we were at, you invited us over and like, you like had lunch and like your husband was there and like you had this friend who had just had twins. And I fed you chicken nachos. You fed me chicken nachos. 
<laughs> oh, that's Okra the Market. best. And um, Okra Market has chicken nachos on Saturdays, and they're really good. I always go get them. And now you have the smaller portion, which I appreciate because it's plenty. Oh yes, yes. Anyways, um, <laughs> and now I'm gonna have to come over on Saturday because nachos are my love language. They're yummy. <laughs> but yeah, it was like you made me feel so like yeah, you're going to be fine. Like, you're totally going to be fine. And then I went into labor, like, the next day, and I was like, she must have had that, like, magic, like... Is there something in the nachos? Comfort. Oh. There's a marketing. We could be, like, Scalini's. Which is my neighborhood. Scalini's is where I live. Okay, so if you're not in Atlanta, Scalini's is, like, that landmark old-school Italian restaurant, like, really old-school, where the rumor is if you go eat eggplant parmesan, you'll go into labor. It didn't work for either of my children, just so we're clear. I never made it. I was going to go that week, and I went into labor because of your nachos. So, <laughs> we should say, oh, we're, we're totally, so this is not just ladies, not just ladies, not just ladies, talk about engaging moms, I know, right, <laughs> this is the way we do it, here we go, come in and eat the nachos, oh, I'm kind of serious, that could be really funny, <laughs> we should, let's talk about this later, yeah, but what about all the teenagers who ate it, I don't know, that would be such a it's if you're already expecting, yeah, it won't make you pregnant, just make you have the baby already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd probably make them scared to eat nachos, honestly. Yeah. If they're Ooh. a smart teenager. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta think this way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but That's now funny. I've totally lost my train of thought because of our oh, awesome mom. marketing. We're talking about how she's a mom. Oh, so you've also done some really cool things lately. I feel like your your touch is that you're like practical because like we were just talking about, like there is a lot, there's like hot dogs and nachos and like yummy like kind of junk food that is really fun but you've also brought in like kind of a healthier spin and like a little bit more like conscious and you're super we have similar like we're into the local organic like that whole yeah. world we appreciate that I think even um bringing in some you know this Georgia grown movement yes yeah is uh and, and it's everywhere it's the local food movement um <clears throat> excuse me is uh, bringing that into the market, I think is part of community engagement as yeah. well, because, um, you know, we've got jams from Shambly and, uh, or I'm, excuse me, from Dunwoody and then Georgia Grinders is out of Shambly and that's, um, that's getting bigger, but that's peanut butter, right? It is. Yeah. We'll link to all yeah. these in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, sweet, sweet grass dairy yeah. is the cheese that I yeah, brought. I love sweet grass dairy. And, yeah. um, these are all the, you know, they're our extended community and, yeah. and supporting these, um, local businesses is important Yeah, for engaging people as well and supporting, you know, the, um, the small business ventures around us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the market, like we've, we've really been trying to focus on the busy parent yeah, or the busy, you know, the busy family, um, by just doing simple things like, uh, grilling proteins and putting them out on the shelves so that you can yeah. put a quick meal together and having all the sides there too. Um, we do a dinner program where you, um, you can order. It's a, it's usually like a meet and two mm -hmm. um, and you order it before two o'clock and you pick it up between five and seven. Yeah. Well, if you do, if, if you forget to order, we usually have extras or um, cause we do make them to order, but I feel like that's such a, a helpful yeah I mean, it's so I can't helpful. tell you how many you know it's all families coming in picking up their dinners taking them home just trying to you know get yeah. by and get yeah. a healthy meal on the table for their family and um 
we That's really tried to drive through or I yeah mean, I mean I I we live on either a soccer field or a softball field or a taekwondo or piano and that's like the dinner is the bane of my existence and I like yeah. to cook and like to have a good meal but like it's just not it's just not feasible during the week yeah. you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, and I live off of it too. And I've, I've had people say like, you're eating here. That's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is true. Yeah. It is because I'm, I, I have worked in restaurants before Yeah, that in my younger years that I thought, mm, I think I'll not eat that. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> we won't name any names. No. no, but I, I, I feel perfectly fine feeding my family on the yeah. food that comes out of that kitchen, and it's home cooked. I mean, it's it's as good as home cooked. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, Me too. So it's awesome. When it comes to, I always like to talk about what doesn't work. Like we've talked about a few things that do work, but have y'all done anything that you're like that? That was kind of a flop. Or like experiences you've kind of learned from, you may not. I don't know that I've. Or another question is like, what do you see that gets in the way of building community? Are there things that you've seen have happened that you're like that kind of put back our well, progress? Um, I mean, certainly, you know, hate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, close-mindedness you know mm-hmm. I I can't say that we've put put any of those vibes out and yeah certainly not intentionally but but uh that's what what shuts people out is misunderstandings you know mm-hmm. um do you do you get pushback from anybody in the community for like is there anybody in the neighborhoods around you that wishes you were engaged in the community as much or don't like that you're the hub for the high school students or whatever. Like, does that ever happen at all? Like, do you get any pushback from the community? Cause I, I know that happens in other communities when they try to set stuff up like this. Yeah. So. You know, they're the outliers who will argue with us over, um, their kids credit tab or whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, you kind of feel like, Hey, we're doing this like yeah. as a favor to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't say it ruins, it ruins the relationship. Um, and, you know, there's certain people who want a certain channel on the TV when they're in yeah. there. And we like to keep it ESPN or, mm-hmm. or, or neutral, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, no, I mean, they're certainly, they're always outliers. But, For sure. But I wouldn't say that anybody... Uh, no, it's it's really... That's awesome. Yeah, that is great. It's, it, it's genuine, so I... I you know, I think it happens naturally. Well, and I also, you're obviously providing a service to the community that like touches everyone. Like it's not letting, keeping anybody out. And so then there's not anybody that feels like, well, they're, they're servicing them, but like, I don't feel like I could be there or whatever. Like, obviously it's touching enough people that, that nobody feels like they're left out, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, one of our, one of our main things is, uh, you know, every business gets hit up for the donations, like the of school course. functions, the, um, the, the auctions yeah, yeah. and things like that. So, uh, one of our main focuses when, you know, when it is auction season and all that is just to really support our 
neighborhood schools. Yeah. Um, yeah. Particularly public schools, but, but all of the schools, because uh, I mean, we feel like, you know, we want to support them. Yeah. Not only do the parents then notice and, and, they, and they, yeah. They, yeah. they support us as a result, but you know, we're part of like, these are the kids who come into our market and, um, there are kids and, yeah. um, the community raised us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we want to give back and what better way to give back than to support, you know, the schools. And, yeah. And, um, and so pretty much any time the uh, they ask, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we, you know, we'll, we'll give to the schools. Um, That's great as, information. As a Thank you. Just out there already. That, I know. Yes. <laughs> if they ask and they're in. <laughs> oh, Murphy. Murphy. Okay. Good boy. I'm trying to make it so I don't have to cut that. It was just one part. Okay. <laughs> but if they ask, you will do it. If they ask, they're in our radius uh, yeah. of, you know, schools um, within a, you know, yeah. a two or three mile radius. Um, then, you know, we'll we say yes. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's good. I'm assuming you have, cause you have to say no sometimes. So I think that, you know, it's, it's filtering, like, what yeah. are our goals? Yeah. Our goal really is that be really, our, you know, our goal is that we want to, um, you know, support the community. And, and one of the ways is through schools. Cause we all know that schools is like the, I mean, if the schools are in a good place, the rest of the community will be in a good place. So, but like, you can't do everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's being clear. So I guess that leads to the next question. Like what are like specific goals that you guys have for the community? We've kind of been talking about it, but is there anything that we haven't said that is a, like a goal um, I for mean, the market? Certainly being a, a center stone, I mean, yeah. a, a, a place where, you know, we have in the mornings, we have a, an elderly crowd yeah. that comes in every single day for breakfast and then the kids in the afternoon, but then at every other time, like you said, it's all ages, it's everybody. Uh, um, so being, being a place for for fellowship is it is a business goal, you know. Yeah. Um, because if we don't support the community, the community can't support us. And um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that is a philosophy and the goal. Um, and obviously, producing good food. Like, sure. Yeah, you know what? Well, not just. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but more of like, more of like, you know, because I don't know. You know, we're obviously most of our generation is moving away from like stopping at McDonald's, and not all of us, but like, yeah, it's it's a trend to from you know doing the fast food thing. But we we're kind of woke about food. In we're our yeah, we're a little, a little just a little bit, and so, but. It's also like a lot of times it, it, it seems very overwhelming. And this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about yeah. being busy moms. But for me, like I want, I want to support the local farmers. I want good tasting food. I want it to, to be, um, feel like it's home cooked or taste like it's home cooked and not have all these preservatives and everything in it. But like, I don't have time to do that. So, um, 
So I think, cause you could, you could cut corners, mm-hmm. you know that you could, you could buy not the best meats or whatever, or, or use not the best ingredients because that would be cheaper. I would assume I'm not in the restaurant business, but I would assume it would be cheaper to cut corners in that way. Um, so I would assume that's part of your goal is to, is to have Absolutely. food. And, and one of my partners, Rick Watson, who I don't think I mentioned earlier is, um, he is just a wealth of knowledge about the food industry and he does all of our buying and um, he has a culinary background Um, and he could talk about the meat and and Mm -hmm. everything tell you every single detail about it and um, uh, one of the our so Thursday is steak day yeah Amazing. <laughs> it's our, our steak special, and that's like one one of the ways that we you know move product and make sure that we have you know yeah the best stuff in the case. Um, so, and Atlanta, um, Atlanta single people. If you ever want to meet a man that's not at uh, at church uh-huh. or in a bar, oh, come to steak day. Come to steak. <laughs> Mental, not to be my single friends. I don't need to be a man at steak night. It's lunchtime. It is yeah, because it's full of men. Ten or eleven dollars. It's twelve dollars for a steak, like a big uh, steak. uh, Well, it's all of our cuts. You can get whatever you want. Yeah, some people get there early to get the you know exactly what they want. We have fillets. We have ribeyes. We have you haven't taken me to steak day yet. It's like a steakhouse steak. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It, it's ridiculous. That's but where our neighbors are every Thursday. Yeah. Matchmaking. Matchmaking. If, if, that's, if that's not going to be engagement. I yeah, seriously. That, I, I feel <laughs> like that's a Jewish background. <laughs> I'm an Epstein. I was going to say matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So. That's a great. That's actually a really great point because you do you did bring up a good point there. If it's not at church or at a bar, which is just like funny that those are our two distinct. <laughs> I know, <that's> <laughs> like, <laughs> but I but it's true. Like yeah. I do. We do have single friends. We've done a whole yeah, episode. Where in the world do I meet people? Where yeah, in the world yeah. do I meet? Basically? especially now that we move out of communities into cities like this, like, you know, I mean, sometimes you do, maybe you do want to meet a person at a bar, but sometimes you don't. Go sit like, on that red couch. You know, yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, that's Atlanta's Are there a lot of single secret. guys? I see them. There's a lot of eye candy in there on okay, Thursday. Okay, okay. Yes, you, you've got some single friends. <laughs> I do have some single friends. We have to start I'm haunting some I've, I've been saying it for years. Um, Thursdays. Okay, ladies. Thursday lunch. That's the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's oh, um, so funny. That's good. But yeah, I don't even remember why we started talking about steak day. Oh, we're talking about good food. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Providing uh, good food and locally sourced food and all of those things. Yes. yes. And why that's so important. Yeah. So yeah. yes, that's important. Yes. Everything is made there. Um, we have an open kitchen. You can yeah. see everything it's true. being You literally there. have to walk through the kitchen the, to go to the bathroom. So yes. it's like nothing's hiding. I mean, the first time, because Rebecca's <laughs> taken me several times, which by the way, I don't live in this community, but every time I go, I feel like everybody thinks I, like they yeah. act like I do, which is amazing. I love it. Um, but I remember the first time I was like, I go to the bathroom. She's like, you, you got to go through that door back there. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, walking by the butcher. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, am I supposed to be back here? I'm confused. I know. Yeah. Maddie and you're always like, ooh. And I'm like, don't touch. Keep walking. Because <laughs> you know they'd be all up in that, that side of beef. <laughs> That's awesome. So 
I guess like my last question, because we're asking all of our guests this, but like, why do you think people should care about their neighbors? Because I, you know, nowadays it's kind of a choice. You don't have to care about your neighbors. We're pretty independent. We can get our groceries delivered. Mm. We can not engage mm. with anybody if we don't want to. Yeah. And mm. if we want to, we can just swipe and meet up and be done with it. So like, why do you think people should care? Um, you can take a minute to think about it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll yeah. talk. Yeah. I'm going to get some water. Only because, you know, um, I took my daughter to, um, the bank the other day to set up her own bank account. She was determined she was going to set oh, up nice. her own bank account. And so I, we're a Bank of America, you know, which is a really big corporation. Um, they don't sponsor us, so that's not a, a side advertisement. But um, but that would be awesome if they did. Anyways. <laughs> so Bank of America. <laughs> so anyways, Bank of America walked in, and both my kids were like, they'd never been in sock before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like they were asking, we're sitting there waiting for yeah. the, the person who's going to open the account for us, the account officer. And like, they were watching the tellers and they were like, had all these questions. Like growing up, we always went to the bank with our parents. Right. And, uh-huh. and that's how they cashed their checks and they did deposits yeah. and all of those things. The lollipops for Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, the, and you know, and, and I mean, I knew my, my mom, I knew her, the tellers that worked at the bank that we'd go to, you know, every other week when she deposited her paycheck and all of that. And so like, they didn't even know what a teller was. And it got me thinking about like, we do everything. I don't even, I don't even go to the ATM, you guys, any, hardly anymore, because you can take a picture of your check and just like deposit and we don't even really get checks that much anymore. And so these places that were like cornerstones of the community, yeah. grocery stores, because you can have everything delivered. And I'm not anti that. Like people are in stages of life either. that are, that need to do really Instacart and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're, you know, shut-ins, I'm like, it's super helpful to people. Yeah. But like, and bank, that banks and I don't know where are some other places that like the library, for instance, yeah, places like that people can avoid that blockbuster <laughs> for real i know you used to see all your friends there on like friday night you'd all be like it was so fun and it yes. taught you to like wait for things and be patient and, like they all that movie you gotta wait and it was like you know yeah yeah, yeah. so so that kind of goes back to like you're um providing a like a plate, like where you, you, know, you were saying that we can just be independent. Like we, yeah. like I can walk into my house and we have a garage and I can just shut the garage door. We can never like go outside, never go mm-hmm. see the people in our community. So like, why should we, that was your question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not something that really ever occurred to me Yeah, to, to not uh, be a part of the community. And I don't know if that's because of the community that raised me. Yeah. Or, um, or if that's, you know, my family philosophy, I'm yeah. not sure. Um, but being a part of this business, um, it's certainly the philosophy of the business and has been from, you know, before I was, I was a part of it. Uh, so you know, I don't know if the answer is it's just inherent in, in us, but, but like, like we were talking about Denise, you know, and how she truly sees people and, and isn't that what it's all about? I mean, um, people and feeling loved and, and putting, putting love out into the world. And, um, that's what it's all about you know we're all just trying to be happy and and uh and have a good life have a good life and closing your garage door and staying inside and and 
not experiencing different people and different things. I just don't feel like that's yeah how we do that. I do. Yeah. I think I think a basic human need is to be seen, right, yeah. for who you really are. Yeah. Like and and to be able to go to a place where you feel like that happens, and to be around people where you feel like that happens. And I think also what you said about like I think that most of us as parents would like to say we want our kids to feel seen and we also want them to be kind and we want them to be generous. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody says about their parenting philosophy that we don't want to raise good, kind citizens. Like we all, I mean, like if not, then maybe you shouldn't have been a parent. Like most of us, that's what we want for our kids. But what are we doing? How are we modeling modeling that? Because I think everybody would say that. Everybody would say, I want my kids to be kind. I want Mm -hmm. my kids to be generous. I want my kids to care about the people around them and to really see people and to be loving and all of those things. But like we can say all these, those things and not actually Mm-hmm. show them what that looks like so i i mean i would say that's one of the answers to the question yeah, is yeah. to show them the next generation how to do it yeah. and something we've um that's kind of come up in this series as we've been talking to people is how it doesn't have to be like really big things and when i think about things like people not feeling seen a lot of times like you don't need to go visit someone for three hours like a lot of times it is. And as we're losing these small things, like the bank teller, or like, I think about my grandma going on an errand running day. And it was like, she would see all her little, like, like her people. And then she'd go home and it was like that filled her up and it was good. And like, but now I see how lonely, I mean, it is like an epidemic. Yeah. And I see it, but I, I wonder, is it, is it those big relationships or is it also the lack of just those little interactions that Mm -hmm. add up to be? Yeah fulfilling mm-hmm. yeah i mean so, think about it you could go yeah. do drive through dry cleaning uh-huh you could not ever see anybody at the bank you buy all your clothes on the internet yeah you buy so all your like, you buy yeah. all your clothes on the internet you can order all of your food all your groceries or you can have uber eats or whatever delivered you can i mean everything can be done automatically mm-hmm. and it's just becoming more so and in some ways that's great i mean some automatic stuff is awesome mm-hmm. and i'm so thankful for it you i, I mean you, you can have your drugs delivered you don't have for, i mean one of the other yeah. cornerstones of the community was the pharmacy right yeah. And so, and so like, you could like literally go through life, never really talking to another person in your community. Yeah. So, um, which then it just leads to, which I assume could breed loneliness. I'm an extrovert, so that would never happen to me. (laughs) I mean, I talk to everybody, but, um, but there, if you're naturally bent towards wanting to avoid people, like, we're yeah. now living in a world where you had you used where to you, you couldn't avoid people. You yeah. had to talk to people to get which was done. healthy. And yeah, good. which was healthy. Yeah. yeah, you had to make phone calls. You had to mm-hmm. go places or whatever. So yeah, we uh, we live next door to um, an awesome couple who uh, they are both wheelchair bound, mm-hmm. and they come into the market. They are the most amazing people ever, and I just think they're such an, an awesome influence on my kids. Yeah. Um, they're one of their seven adults, I guess. Yes, they're yeah. two of their seven adults because my kids will just go next door Aww. and hang out. And um, we had a friend over uh, and Hudson, my son, was telling um, telling my friend about Sharon and Marty. Oh. And how, and, and my friend said, oh, you know, and how they're in wheelchairs and, she said, Oh, do you, do you help take care of them? You know, just yeah. thinking about the lessons that might provide Hudson and yeah. Silas, my boys and, and Hudson looked at her and he, he just looked surprised and he said, no, 
they take care of us. Aww. And I thought that was, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And what he meant was, you know, he goes over there just to talk and mm-hmm. they talk yeah. baseball and they, you know, he, he might help them with a, a few little things that they ask them to do, but probably not. Um, <laughs> and then every time he comes home with some kind of sweets or, or food or whatever yeah. from them. And uh, it's just, it's such an amazing relationship for, for my kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, you know, we would miss out on otherwise. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's just really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, is there anything else you want to say? I don't think so. We'll put links to the market, obviously, mm-hmm. and the Facebook page and all of those things. Yes, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I know, oh, perfect timing. Murphy's saying bye to you. Okay. Bye. Well, on that note, I'm not going to say something else, but bye. <laughs> bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye.